Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Austin's Sanctuary. <laughs> I think I need to adjust my system, my mic. There we go. You can better hear me now. Um, and let's turn that echo all the way down. Maybe a little bit for a little studio spike. But testing. That's perfect. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, today I really want to discuss something that really needs to just be talked about and... I just think in this world right now, we just need God. We, we need Him now. Um, you know, so many people, somebody on YouTube who I watch her little short little post and videos, um, her channel name is Sister, S-I-S-T-E-R, in Christ, I-N, and then Christ, C-H-R-I-S-T, Sister in Christ. And basically, she just uploads stuff every day, and it's like, you know, we don't know when God's day is. We don't know when he says, enough is enough. Jesus, take your angels and go get my people now. We need them. Save them now. We don't know when that day will be. We do not know. Who does know? Is there anybody who knows? Does anybody know? Some scientists out there have been saying that certain foods and stuff increase your life's um, longevity. Basically, like, you know, a banana gives you like 13 minutes more in your life. And we have people who are eating a whole bunch of bananas here. Yeah, bananas are definitely healthy for you. They do increase your lifespan because you're more healthy. But when God is ready to take you, he will take you. He's not going to say, have three more bananas and I will not take you. That's not how it's going to work. When your time is your time, you are gone. You have vanished. So in today's podcast, we're going to talk about that. Because it's something that has to be said. It is over and done with. It is so irresponsible to say that scientists know when God, basically when God and Jesus both, will basically return. It is not in their hands to decide that. Jesus doesn't even know when God is going to want him to go back. Jesus sits and waits and waits patiently until God says, Jesus, enough is enough. Go your angels and save my people. They are in living hell right now and they need saved. That's when Jesus will go. They don't have a special date. God knows that date. He knows the exact day, the exact time, the exact year. He knows all that. He knows all that. So, with that being said, let's jump into today's podcast because there's a lot that we got to talk about. So let's get started and let's get back in to this podcast. <laughs> okay, let's go. Hi there. Thanks for choosing Austin Sanctuary today. In Austin Sanctuary podcast, we read the Bible. We read John Hagee books. We do powerful sermons for children, adults, people going through breakups, and so many more behind-the-story scenes. Because God is needed in our time. God is needed right now more than ever. 
Following up on this, lots of podcasts are on their way talking about whether or not this is the end of times. Off of personally my opinion, me, Austin Lynch, what my opinion is on this. Is this the end of times? Thank you for choosing Austin Sanctuary, and let's get into today's podcast. Thank you. Okay, let's get started. So, like I was saying, you know, people say that bananas can increase your lives uh, by like 13 minutes, and apples can do the a different time, and then foods like pizza, hamburgers, all this crap can slow down your life. Ah, uh, yeah! Read the Bible, people! The fruit... The fruit. It's sweet. It's delicious. If picked the correct way. Unlike some of these farmers out here who are picking their apples and they're not even ready to be picked yet. They're still tinier than who even knows what you could even think about. They're tiny and they're not even ripe. You're supposed to pick an apple right when it's ripe. And then you're supposed like right before it's ripe, and then let it ripen until you can just barely squeeze it, just have barely enough tension, and that's the perfect time to eat the apple, unless you're transporting it. But then we go to Walmart and we get apples that are rotten, or we get apples that are harder than anything, and they're like not even fully grown yet. They're not even fully ripened yet. You know, it's crazy. So. But let's get on back on this side about the, about the time and the minutes and all that stuff. You know, fruit is sweet, fruit's delicious. And it's been said that it does increase your life's, you know, um, what's the word here? Capacity. It does increase your life's capacity, but only to a point. God is the one who is putting the power into the fruit to give you more life. If he wants you to live another day, he will have you eat the fruit. The fruit is 100% good for our body, except for some of the sugars in the fruit. But it's like if you don't have a sugar problem like diabetes or something like that, fruits and other stuff are really, really good for you. Um, and they're meant to be good for you and all that. You know what I mean? Speaking of this, we are going to be doing a communion today. So if you guys have any kind of juice or anything at home, um, you could even use water or something like that. And I don't think I got the right thing. Okay, yeah, I got apple cherry juice. I want a grape cherry. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to use some grape juice today from Welch's. And basically, I never fully understood the full, the full meaning of communion, okay? I never understood that, okay? To me, communion was just like something that you would do just to show your presence for God and show him that you believe in him and you accept Jesus Christ as your savior, well, behind that point, you know, something we need to look at is, wait, what, why? Wait, what, and why? Wait, what, and why? Why are we using grape juice, and what is the point in it, and why are we using bread? What even is communion? Let me tell you, because I just learned this, and the place I learned this from was Hagee's Church a few weeks ago. Let me tell you what actually communion is. Basically, at, before Jesus was basically murdered, but then came back to life, when he was basically tortured and hurt and everything, and he shed his life, and he was basically sacrificed for you. During that time, he told people, this juice represents my blood. This bread represents my skin. Drink the juice and eat the bread. 
The bread is going to represent my skin and the juice represents my blood. My blood was shed for your mercy. My blood was shed my blood was shed for you know your freedom. My blood was shed for you and my skin. So basically by you imagining and truly meaning this bread is Jesus's skin and the juice is Jesus's blood you are allowing Jesus to really become your savior. To some people, it's not very important, but to someone like me, something physical. I'm a very physical learner with a lot of other things. A lot of things I can just visually learn or, you know, it, it all depends. But with something like believing somebody, I have to see this item and feel it and look at it and actually have the physical item in front of me. I, of course, believe that Jesus is my savior, but 100%, you know, having something physical in front of me, drinking the blood, drinking or eating the skin, it's something that is representing Jesus. And that represents to help me. So we are going to end off our service today on communion because it's a great way to do it, um, you know, after our service. So please just be ready for that. And we are going to have a little communion here. Um, so, in the meantime, if you want to go to the store and you want to get grape juice and bread um, or anything, you can use anything you want. It doesn't have to be grape juice. It doesn't have to be bread. Um, it can be wine. It could be, um, you know, whiskey. It could be whatever you want it to be. Coffee. Um, you know, whatever you want to represent God's, God's uh, blood at. Even if you only have water, um, you can use that. You know, whatever you want to represent your blood and your skin as, you can go ahead and do that. If you want to use the, like a chip as the skin, or, you know, maybe you want to use, use a piece of bacon. I mean, who knows? It's up to you guys what you want to use towards your, you know, towards your thing. Towards, you know, that's up to you. Um, so figure that out and then be ready. Um, whatever you want to use. If you want to go out to the store and you want to buy this stuff, go ahead. Um, you can just go ahead and pause the podcast right here, and I'll see you back for the next part of it, and then you can go get your bread. So if you want to go get your bread or your grape juice or whatever you want to go get for your communion, please go ahead and do so now. You can just pause the podcast, and I'll see you back here in a few minutes. When we get back in the store, you can continue playing this. Okay? See you soon. If you already have your stuff ready, and you don't, if you want to listen to the rest of it before you go get your communion or whatever it might be, that's totally fine. Continuing on, the fruits and giving more capacity to your life. You know, God chooses the time that he wants to take people that is totally 100% up to God, you know? That's not anyone else's decision to make, but we have so many scientists and people who think that they know everything. They don't think they know. They know they know. They, they know in their brain that they know it. But we're like, no, you don't. You think you do. But you don't, you know, and people think that way and they put that into consideration and they're like, I'm the God. Just take a minute to think about some of these scientists. They think they know all of everything. Really? They, they think they do. Um, you know, they think that they literally do. They think that they own and they think they're God and they're not. You know, think about that for a minute. Sorry, I'm trying to do something here. Uh, okay, let me, I'm sorry guys, I'm trying to just join a something in a minute. Okay, okay. 
But, you know, think about that for a few minutes and really decide on it. You know, how often is there people in this world who think they're God, think that they know everything? I mean, I'm not trying to be very political here, but there's a real issue going on in the world and you have to be political. People are always like, I don't want to be political or I don't want to bring up political items or events or evidence. You 100% have to because God is the president of the world. God's the president of, of every country. God is king. But there's people here on earth who praise him and who are the leader of different places. And they often act like God. And that is one of the reasons why 100% why I voted for Trump. That is 100% why I had my full faith in Donald Trump. Because he already said, I'm your president. He said, but God is your king. You know, God chooses what happens tomorrow. He had his full faith in God. And that is what you want. 150%. So, you know, and he told the truth. People hate the truth nowadays. People do not believe in the Christian religion hardly at all. A lot of people do. But... You know, that's most popular religion. But there are so many people who hate Christians and who murder them and slice them. Look at the Taliban. They are just killing and killing and killing and killing and hurting. Can you imagine right now? I want to ask you a question. Do you have a daughter or a son? If no, that's fine. This will not represent to you, but you can still think about it because, okay, if you have a son or a daughter, or if you don't, imagine you have one. Your son or daughter is over there, and they're living in Afghanistan. They decided to go over there to live. Over there, the Taliban is killing people, but because these are young girls and young men, a lot of the men and women over there are raping and molesting and doing so many bad things. There was a full video, uncensored, that I saw, and I really wanted to share the video, but it was so demonic. It was so bad. It was like the pure devil was in them, and he was. This one Taliban person from Taliban took a little girl or a boy it was a little girl. But they I'm sure they probably take boys too, if there's like a woman in the Taliban or whatever. I don't really know how that all works, but this was a this was a little girl. They stripped her a hundred percent naked. She was probably four or five years old. They stripped her a hundred percent naked. She had no clue what was even going on. All she knew to do was yell, help, mommy, daddy, help, mom, dad, mommy, daddy, daddy, mommy, help, help, mommy, dad. That's all she knew how to say. She knew to say more, but what can she say? She's not in control. The devil has taken over the earth. This Taliban guy was there. There was two guys. And then there was one, uh, there was two Taliban guys, and there was somebody recording this. I'm guessing another Taliban or a news, I don't know who was recording it. 
the one guy, and I'm going to say this, and I, I think that you should definitely remove your children out of the room at this point because this is not for them to hear. So if there's children in the room right now, remove them out of the room because this is so disgusting and foul and it's something that kids, even adults, should not have to hear. Okay, I'm going to continue. If you want to let your kids in, fine. But they're going to learn some crazy stuff. You haven't teach them about the birds and the bees yet. And this guy took his genitalia, his penis, and he put a, this tool on this little girl's mouth to keep it open. Like one of those opener little metal things that you put on a mouth during intercourse. Put this on this little girl's mouth to keep her mouth open and literally shoved his penis down her throat. And I'm not going to hide this. This is so foul and disgusting and rude and hateful to this little girl. Did this to her. And literally let all kinds of slobber and whatever else, all kinds of everything, fly on her face. Imagine your little girl right now. Don't even know what's going on. Don't even know that this even exists. And that happens to her. Not only that, the other guy, then they switch. And the other guy goes to, up and does the same thing to her mouth. And then the other guy who just got done doing that to her mouth goes down and does that in her private area. Literally takes her virginity in less than five seconds. Treats her like she is mud. Took a five-year-old girl's virginity. Raped her. Molested her. In less than five seconds. Her virginity was gone. It's not okay. But Joe Biden and Kamala Harris can sit back here in the White House and they don't give a crap because it's not their kid. It's not anyone they know. So they don't care. They think they're God. They're nothing close to God. They're more close to the devil. To the devil. They're the Antichrist. Imagine your little girl or boy getting raped and molested. And people always tell me, a boy can't get molested. Bullcrap. If he is young enough and he doesn't know what's going on and he's not that tough, there is women who will molest boys too. One of my friends was molested in a dark alley down in a, in a city close to me, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Took him into a dark alley and he was molested there. He still has those thoughts in the back of his head. Two men and one woman. Two men went and they holded him down while the, while the woman did whatever she wanted. And so the police got there because his mother could not do anything to help him. Because they beat the crap out of her. She was on the ground. She barely survived. These people are the complete devil. He was molested. His virginity was taken away. His mother and him both were in the hospital with severe conditions after being punched and treated like total dirt. And we move forward like nothing. Oh, hello. Oh, my goodness. What in the world? 
Okay, guys, we just knocked over the whole karaoke machine. Oh, hello. Yep, I think we just broke it. Yeah, I think, think it just broke, guys. I think we just, oh no, we're back. We have power. Hello? Okay, we're back after my whole karaoke machine, everything fell. I have no clue what even happened. But basically, continuing on, they molest this little girl, and one of my actual friends, a guy, they, they molested him in an alley in Harrisburg. Now, this was because of the Afghanistan, the Taliban, but it, it happens. Even boys can be molested. People move forward. The Antichrist is here. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris accept that. They accept the devil. The devil is their savior. What's happening in this world is not okay. People move forward like nothing even happened. It doesn't matter. It wasn't me. I mean, this is absolutely absurd. There was a guy found in California who had tons of weapons in his car, had a satanic ritual book along with different markings on his vehicle. On the side of his vehicle, he was a Nazi. He had the Nazi symbol. It's like, what more is going on? What are people doing? I don't get it. We move forward like nothing even happened. It's like, <sighs> it's crazy. Me and my grandfather both agree that Jesus is on his way back. It's 11.59, and Jesus is coming back at midnight. We believe this is like the last, like it's on its last course, on our, in its last arm. Um, it's crawling on its last arm and leg. This earth is like not even like a minute, but like not a true minute. But it's like this earth is like not even livable anymore. It's like, it's crazy. We need God now. And it is coming. What I am trying to say is to ask God to forgive your sins. Come back into your heart. And today, we are going to do that together. And I'm going to help. Okay. So now is the time for our communion. So if you guys are ready, get your bread, your grape juice, whatever you're using to represent skin and blood. If you don't have anything that, if you don't have any, anything at all, that's totally, I'm sorry, I have really bad indigestion today. If you don't have anything at all, that's totally fine. We can still bless God and ask him to forgive our sins and it will still mean just as much because words are powerful. Again, this is just more for people who are more physical. It's like a better way to do it if you have the resources and it really helps people who are physical learners like me. So, what I want you guys to do is to go get a grape juice or whatever you may have on your house. If you go to go to the store and you didn't want to turn off the podcast just yet, then you can go now. Pause the podcast now and I'll see you back here in a little while and we can continue this communion right away. If you are staying, go ahead and get your stuff ready. I'm going to provide you guys a few minutes. I'm actually going to leave you guys time to get that done. No pausing needed. I'm going to go grab my stuff out of my kitchen. I'm going to let you guys do that as well. 
I'm going to pull my microphone over, and I'll be right back. You guys can listen to everything while I'm getting my grape juice and my bread. I'll be right back, guys. I'm going to go back right now, everybody. I'll be right back. We are back, everybody. Okay, so I forgot a glass. <laughs> Let me take a water bottle real quick. And we still recording this pod. Yeah, we are. Okay. Let me take. I don't remember put my bread. I guess on my laptop there will work. I'm gonna dump out a whole water to get some grape juice. Um, maybe I'll just. Okay, I'll use that bottle. That ugly, stupid, dumb flavored water in here. I'll dump out this and we'll do our communion together. If you guys get your stuff ready, just wait. I'll be ready in a few seconds. It will not take me long. Okay. I'm in my garage for today's podcast instead of my sunroom. The garage is also a really good place for this. Okay. And we'll get to pouring my grape juice. So you can, there's two different ways. You can drink your juice and then eat your bread. You can eat your bread and then drink the juice. Or I'm going to set this microphone up here. That way I can talk to you guys. Okay. Or if you guys are interested, you can just dip your bread in your juice. Whatever you're interested in. So I am going to... My dog wants some communion. I'm gonna dip my bread down in my juice. Let it collect it. And look at your bread or your roll. I'm using a roll. Look at it and imagine that's how Jesus' skin looked. Um, imagine that, okay? Bloody and torn. Eat it with me. And we'll do our, um, so at the end. Okay. Let's do our, like, um, verse. You can call it. Say this with me. Dear Lord, please forgive me. And forgive all of my sins and come back into my heart. This bread represents Jesus' skin. This juice or water, whatever liquid I may have, represents Jesus' blood. The same blood that he shed the day that he was terrorized and hurt 
and nailed to that cross. I am going to take my juice and my skin, which is my bread or my chip, whatever I may have. I'm going to soak it in there. And I am going to put through the blood and the skin of Jesus Christ in my body because he is my Lord and he is my Savior. Amen. And eat. <laughs> and that is the worthiness feeling. And I'm sure a lot of you are crying along with me somewhere at this point. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> choking on my skin and my blood. <coughs> and the devil wants that, but he will not receive. <coughs> anyway, today we have believed. We have forgiven our sins. The juice represented God's blood. And the spread represented Jesus' skin. I said God's blood, my Jesus' skin. <clears throat> anyway, we are now forgiven. We are saved. Now what we must do is try our best to not sin again. We did it. We made it through. On the last day, we'll be taken to heaven. And there will not be any head cutting or marking taking. Thank you guys for listening today. God bless you. We are now saved and we are all children of God. I will see you on my next podcast.